0: You are listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your favorite host, Maria Jordan.
1: And your boy, Karis Jordan.
0: And we are sipping tea while spilling tea. Boom family, what's up, what's up, what's up? You're listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your favorite host, Maria Jordan.
1: And your boy, Kairos Joy.
0: And today we are sipping tea while spilling tea yeah. with this lovely lady in the building. I mean, just I- smart, <laughs> gorgeous, uh, Activists, Ooh. all these amazing <laughs> things, Miss Attorney Jazz. What's up? Hello, hello,
2: hello. How are you doing? Thank you for having me. You know what? I cannot complain at all. I'm happy I'm to be glad here. to
0: have you, girl. Thank you, you are inspiring. Aww, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. So before we get into this amazing interview, let's talk today's tea. So I don't know if y'all uh, have been following uh, Mr. West, Mr. Kanye West, on Twitter. <laughs> he has been ranting about music ownership, and early Wednesday, he was tweeting pictures of his 10 contracts with Universal Music, and then um, calling out the music industry basically on the mistreatment of African Americans and demanding a fair share of the profits. So he also spoke on not being able to buy back his master's and being a billionaire now. Mm Mm-hmm. Congrats. Um, He uh, feels like he can speak on it now. You know, he's a billionaire. He got these coins and um yeah but he also was uh he tweeted a video clip of him peeing on one of his grammys mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh with the caption that read trust me i won't stop and i believe him <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he stated that universal won't show him how much his masters are worth because they know he can buy them and then he threatens Sony too and said y'all next basically on his hit list. So what do you think about that? What do you think about uh, Kanye's rant? I, I'm very curious to what sparked it. <laughs> uh,
3: <man.
0: No>. So
2: <laughs> this is the thing about Kanye. He's, he he has a special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. But then it'd be like, alright oh, Kanye. You know, man. the delivery. Listen. You know, I, I think so in addition to practicing um, entrepreneurship life, entrepreneurship law I do entertainment law as mm-hmm. well and I really encourage any client I come into with to own their their work their IP own everything mm-hmm. so he I, I think I, I appreciate him for shining light on us needing to own Absolutely, but where he kind of went a little left is he made a little comment about he's Moses or something. You you know what I'm talking about? He said something like, you know, I'm going to be Moses and help my people get free. And I'm like, all right, Kanye.
0: Yeah. Like, keep that part of it. You know what? I I honestly feel, I I can't even lie. Sometimes I feel like a lot of it is, like, Kanye, we wonder why he associates with Trump sometimes. And Mm. I honestly believe He has the same tactic, Mm -hmm. you know, Trump has mastered the idea of negative publicity Mm -hmm. and he knows how to get the conversation going and how to stay relevant. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that is what him and Kanye have in common. And they're both Gemini's.
1: Yeah. But but also, like you got to understand, the first deal is usually a bad deal.
2: Yes. Because
1: you got the company. I've been there. You know what I'm saying? So you have the company that's investing in you. They don't know what you're going to sell. So, you coming from the street, maybe, probably Mm -hmm. a little broke, and they offer you a million dollars, and you're going to take it, not knowing that you owe them, like, six albums. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the first deal is usually always bad. You just got to—he should have went back in and renegotiated, but, you know—and plus, come on, Jay-Z, your big brother, he should be helping you out.
2: And the first deal is usually bad, and I think a lot of that is because 5% of lawyers are black. We mm-hmm. come from communities where we don't have lawyers to mm-hmm. review our deals and our contracts. Yeah. You know, you know, if you are a young guy from the hood and you get a contract on in your face, nine times out of ten, because five percent of lawyers are black, you don't know a lawyer. You just mm-hmm. gonna sign it. You sign know, it get your it. family out the hood, quote unquote. Get your chain or whatever, yeah. and boom, here we are. And, and that's you, probably what happened to him.
1: And usually, it's the um, the label's lawyer.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so they are looking at the best interest for Listen, the label, not
2: in your best interest.
1: Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Well, I mean, I love the movement. I love the idea. I love the message behind it. But I personally always question intent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with yeah. Kanye, I, I, I'm know. like, okay, so what's next? What are we getting at? Mm-hmm. What's next? You know, because he's, and I, uh, of course, it's been, um, no, you No, Kanye's
1: a Kardashian now.
0: <laughs> no, literally, mm-hmm. like, he
1: does everything for attention. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, know, and some of these things you can fight behind closed doors, but he does it for attention, just like the Kardashians. Yeah. Kanye Kardashian.
0: Ha ha ha! You know what? But I wish him well. I, I I do. I think that the message does need to be discussed mm-hmm. now. By all means, I think it definitely needs to be discussed. I think we got the right person on the show today <laughs> to get the conversation started. Yes. You know, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. All right. So let's get into you, Miss Attorney Jazz. Let's do it. So did you grow up seeing like black lawyers, doctors? Did you see that as a kind of someone to influence you? Absolutely up? not. Really? Um, I didn't know
2: I wanted to be a lawyer until, my mom and my dad went through their divorce Mm. and my mom you know i was a mama's girl so i always always wanted to be with her and i remember one day she was like oh you can't come with me today i gotta go see a lawyer i'm like what's that you know why can't i go and she explained oh this lawyer is gonna help mama get out of a bad situation and that was my first exposure to a lawyer like oh you know oh wow um but i i didn't know any lawyers growing up and that's what led to you know, me having a poor law school admissions journey, wishing I had Jazz Talks Law to coach me through the process. And it's why I graduated law school with a ton of debt, and which mm. is what I'm preventing my future lawyers from doing when they gra- graduate law school. Very nice. Uh, okay. So that's
1: what made you become a lawyer? Yeah. That? Yeah. Okay.
2: I, I thought I was going to be a big family law lawyer with a 1-800-divorce sign right on <laughs> seventy five eighty five 85 near the Georgia Dome or, you wow. know, that that was my original pl- plan. You know, I thought I was going to be Cardi B lawyers <laughs> 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 or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if it wasn't for that initial dream, I don't think I would be sitting here today. So wow. I appreciate the
0: journey. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. And were, were you always, like, a good student? Like, were you good in school? Oh, yeah.
2: I was—, I was I was very studious. And honestly, I think it's because growing up, my dad, he was like, you know, every A you get, I'm going to give you $10 every B. I was a hustler at an early age. All right.
0: That's so funny. My my kid definitely is like that. I think all of our kids. Something like that. Yeah, you could bribe me with some money for some
2: good grades. And, uh, you know, I I think I kind of just naturally continued that. But I also just appreciate learning. Yeah. You know, my education is the reason, you know, I was exposed to so much. I mean, my first time on an airplane wasn't until I was a senior at Hampton University. Mm. And that was because of the opportunity, you know. So, you know, my education is the reason, again, that I'm here today. Are you originally from Georgia? No, I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Southside. You're not high school (laughs) 804. Like, shout out to the home. Team. Okay. I, I hate Virginia. <laughs> okay, we gonna change that by the end of the Hampton. show. I used to live in Hampton. I went right. to Hampton University,
0: the yeah. illustrious. Oh Hampton my University. Lord, In here, y'all. <laughs> in here, they, in here, they in here representing uh-huh. y'all. All right, and I ain't mad at it. So, All right. Let
1: me ask you this: uh, Was there any moment in your career that you wanted to give up?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> what was it like? Was it like?
2: Uh, the last. You want to know the last moment I wanted to give up? <laughs> 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 More like
0: the first.
1: Yeah.
2: On that, that journey.
1: That made you go, you know so, what, I want to do
2: this. you know what, I think the first big moment for me, and, you know, me and him, we're we're way better now. Yeah. But you know what's funny? A lot of people think I come from this, like, super rich background. Mom's a doctor. Dad's a lawyer. Yeah. But the first time I wanted to give up was when I asked my dad to buy me a book for college, and he told me no. Mm. Him and my mom are going through a divorce, and he was a little salty at the time. Yeah. And mm. I'm like, I'm just asking for book money. Yeah. And it's like, really? You know, I can't ask my own own dad, but you know what? I had to forgive him. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to not let that discourage me. And now I'm like, honestly, thank you. You know, yeah. I know at the time
0: you were... You know, working, massaging through some feelings of your own. Listen, you know, and it, you always got to remember your your parents. Yeah, there's their parents, and they're also human mm-hmm. men and women with emotions just like you. Yeah. and no one's perfect. So, and he
2: also taught me how to hustle. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, you want to give it to me, I'm gonna get it somehow. Yeah,
0: period. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, who was your biggest influence, like, um, within throughout your career, or even now? <laughs>
2: Well, I, I have to, uh, I have to, of course, shout out my 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 forever first lady, um, Michelle Obama, yes. and oh, and not and not for, I mean, for all of the reasons that everyone Absolutely. would say. But what I love about her and what I tell a lot of future lawyers is, um, what I love about her is she didn't pass the bar the first time she took it, mm. and I I try to use that for my future lawyers when they're taking the LSAT when they're studying for the bar exam. This is that like, look at her, you know, yeah. Failing one time, like how you asked me, you fail, you get discouraged or whatever, but you got to pick keep yourself it and moving. Keep, it, keep it moving. Mm-hmm.
1: That's, dope. That's dope. So why is it so important to let the public know that only 5% lawyers are black?
2: Uh, well, key example is Kanye, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have um, so many creatives, so many entrepreneurs, so many young black men and women who were accused of crimes who that they did not commit. Mm-hmm. And what happens? They take these bogus plea deals, what happens? They sign these bogus contracts. They don't own their masters. You know, we have business owners who create things, inventors, but they don't have the intellectual property to go along with it. And then you have these parent companies, you know, people who don't look like us who come in and bully us Mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways, whether it's the... Mass incarceration, whether it's, you know, owner, not masters, whatever it is. I strongly believe one solution in my contribution to the Black Lives Matter movement is just increasing the number of black lawyers. You know, when you think about our judges, the people who are locking us up. Yeah. Who do like they're not us.
0: Yeah. At all. Well, do you think that it's more difficult for black people to become lawyers? Absolutely. um, And or do you think it's from the lack of desire to become a lawyer? Absolutely not.
2: Listen, if I had a dollar. Honestly, even a penny mm-hmm. for every time someone told me they wanted to be a lawyer, it's typically I always wanted to go to law school, but, mm. right? What's the but? The but is paying for it, mm. you know? And as with Jazz Talks Law, I created a coaching brand, and my whole goal is to get you guys admitted with law school, with full law school tuition scholarships. Mm. So we've done over $2 million in law school scholarships. Um, I mean I'm talking you're graduating with zero debt. And That's it's
0: awesome. Yeah.
2: I've created workbooks and online courses and just different avenues and resources just to help you on your journey. It's not that we don't want to go. It's we don't see the representation or we don't think we can pay for it. You know, we a lot of times people talk us out of it. They don't yeah. think they can go to law school. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or even if you look at the law school admissions test, that test wasn't designed for us. Mm. The bar exam. You In know. What way? Um, when you think about preparing for the law school admissions test, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people can afford private tutors, Yeah, you know? We, we, the, okay. <laughs> private tutor. Mama said, no, uh, yeah. you better private tutor on that room, yes. you know? Yes. You, uh, just, that's just one quick example. Or, or even like with the bar exam, we have future lawyers all over the nation preparing for a bar exam during the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. They don't got money to pay their bills like other people do. yeah And then on top of that, we're on the front lines screaming, Black Lives Matter every time, every other week when another of us gets killed so we have mm-hmm. all these pressures that a lot of groups don't have mm-hmm. while we're also trying
0: to become lawyers can you imagine like it's a lot yeah it is I mean every, it feels like every career is a lot mm-hmm. yeah. you know
1: that's crazy because um, I'm actually excited you hear here because my little daughter like she wants to be a lawyer she's, she's 13 <laughs> yeah. but she got okay. a long way to go but that leads to the next question like do you believe that the time it takes to become a lawyer pushes people from that field
2: The time. You know, I saw a quote the other day that said, yeah, it may take several years to accomplish whatever your goal is, but guess what? At the end of the day, those years are going to pass regardless. Mm -hmm. Right? You know, so if it takes... If if you c- count undergrad, we're looking about seven years, right, before yeah. you become a lawyer. But God willing, those seven years are going to come and go, regardless. Regardless, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. So you might as well use those seven years to your full advantage. Absolutely, you know?
0: absolutely. Yeah. You, so I have, um saw on your page you had mentioned diploma privilege. What is mm-hmm. that exactly, and why do you support it?
2: Um, I support. Diploma Privilege because I think it will give, well, I know it will give law schools the accountability that they really need. If you can graduate law school and become an attorney, you better believe they're going to take some extra steps to make sure these law schools are doing their job to educate all future lawyers before they graduate.
0: So what is it? What is diploma privilege? So diploma
2: privilege, the whole
0: idea is that if
2: you attend a law school, you graduate law school, when you graduate, you should be able to become a lawyer. You should be Mm -hmm. able to get sworn in. And the conversation came up... most recently because of the pandemic. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you have future lawyers who have been given bar exam test days. And we talk about the bar exam. That is the worst experience You're going to have to tell ever. us about the that. The best, too. worst experience of yeah. my life. I would never do it again. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you talk about hundreds of people in one room taking a test. Like, it's, it's horrifying. But the, the point is, you know, with the pandemic, they kept pushing the test date back. Mm-hmm. Now you, you're trying to prepare, it's like you, you're trying to prepare, but you don't have a due date. Mm. So it's like the goalpost keeps moving. Can you imagine a football game without a, a timer? Mm-hmm. Like you need yes. that time factor to adequately yes. stay engaged. Yes. So not only is the, the dates keep getting pushed back, it goes from online to in person, and then some oh, people wow. cancel them all together. It's like, you know what? All these pressures, all this anxiety, in addition to just studying, you know, diploma privilege me. Well, not me, but <laughs> yeah, because you did that thing. I did that. On the thing. first <laughs> try. On the first <laughs> try, period. How, how long were you a lawyer? I'm sorry. How, how long,
1: long have you been a lawyer?
2: Um, four years. Wow. Yeah, it's dope. funny. People are
0: like, you make a 1L, which <laughs> is a
2: first year lawsuit. And I'm like, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, like, with diploma privilege, that means that they would be able to not have to take the bar? Is that yes. what that means? Wow. Yeah. So, do you think that there that could be a negative thing as well? Like not having those same type? Is it possible that you, do you think that people could slide through with that who aren't as knowledgeable as they should be?
2: If the law schools aren't held accountable on mm. a better level, absolutely. Mm. But that's my whole thing. I, if, if we were to incorporate diploma privilege, okay, now we need to make sure the law schools are doing their job They're even adequate. better, mm. even better to make sure when they graduate, That they are actually ready. Yeah, because really, you should take the bar exam when you're in law school. Mm. You know, it it should be it should be in law school. You know, it maybe not call it the bar exam, but what you're what they're testing should be a part of your law school curriculum. And technically, it is. Okay. You know, it's another barrier that keeps uh, keeps us out of the legal profession.
0: Is it costly? (laughs) (laughs) Really.
2: Um. I want to say just to take the bar exam, just to apply, it was like thousands of dollars, wow. you know, and th- I was so thankful for the Georgia Association of Black Women Attorneys, which I am the student co-chair of this year. They gave me a scholarship, wow. which helped me pay some of those expenses. And again, we're talking another barrier mm-hmm. that keeps a lot of us from even attempting to go to yeah. law school because, I mean, financially, it's a lot.
0: So what's the steps like? Okay, if this is something that I want to do, this is something that, as especially, let's say you have high school students, or maybe even in college, someone who desires to do it but has a fear there. Mm -hmm. What are the steps to kind of really make it make sense? Mm -hmm. Which I'm sure is what you teach in your program.
2: Yes. So let's let's start from college. Okay. So you know you make it to college. Um, Your first two years are really just about building your resume, your grades. Mm -hmm. All of that is really important. Once you become a junior in college, that's when you want to start looking at law schools, attending the different um, conferences, the pre-law programming, Jazz Talks Law Programming, or, for example, the HBCU Pre-Law Summit, which is um, coming up this month in Atlanta. You know, you want to start getting yourself just acclimated, researching, looking at different law schools or what have you. Um then you want to craft a really good law school list. You know, you want to look at the schools that have the culture, you know. Mm. In 2020, the culture at your law school is important, you know. Which, are they wearing MAGA are they wearing MAGA hats uh. in the classroom or are they, you know, well I'm yeah. I'm a little. I'm a little behind. But what's 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 Biden and them? Sl- <laughs> what's that <laughs> slogan? P.S. Go vote. But yes. <laughs> that's
3: it?
2: Um, no, I I'm get with, it. Uh, Hillary was what I'm with her. Yes. You know. So which one are they wearing in the classroom? Which one do you need in your classroom? Can you mm. go to classroom with the MAGA hats? are you gonna be comfortable? Or you have attitude. Everything you show up. You know. Does, does that matter? Absolutely. Can you? I mean, you spend a good period of your time in the classroom, and most um, future lawyers they don't consider anything beyond their law school admissions test score or their gpa but Mm -hmm. you know the culture you know if for example your professor was to say the n-word in the classroom or something you know outlandish how is your school going to respond yeah you know like this is stuff that messes with us mentally and you need to know that your law school is going to Do their part to either prevent that from happening because they don't even have a professor there that would even Mm -hmm. think to do something like that, or if it did, they're handling it
0: swiftly. So, how do you research that? How do you determine like, okay, this is a good culture for Mm -hmm. me?
2: So, my favorite um, tip is Google News. Mm. So, you know, any business, law, law school, whatever. You know, if you go on their website. 10 stars, 5 stars. You know, they're yeah. not going to downsell their at all. But if you go on Google News and type in, for example, my law school, Mercer Law, mm-hmm. right, um, you're going to get news articles, you know, from third party, you know, from mm. radio hosts, yeah. from, you know, CBS here, What you know, whatever. And those articles are going to give you a perspective that's not endorsed. By that law school, right? So that is like my favorite. And then, of course, if you want to see, like every law school has like a Black Law Student Association, Mm -hmm. um, that's something else you should consider. Not only do they have a Black Law Student Association, but is their chapter active? You know, looking... You can Google Mercer Balsa and see all the awards we've won. You can see the events we have. You can see the academic success program they do every year, the scholarships, you know. So your your culture is... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's a
0: life changer. Important. That's the reason I did well in law school. Um, yeah, I had the right culture. Nice. And so after college, what's the next step? Next step is working is with Jazz Talks Law. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I I would say um, I created a few workbooks that help you write your personal statement, your diversity statement. And I also have a pre-law masterclass that teaches you how to study for the LSAT, the mm-hmm. law school admissions test. Um, signing up for who I'm now partnered with Blueprint LSAT Prep which is an LSAT Prep company that has really um, I think they had a moment where they realized um, in the past few months that they needed to do more to stand against racism to recognize that only 5% of lawyers are black and they should be doing more Mm -hmm. so like we partnered together and you know I have a lot of giveaways and things um, that they're sponsoring now so you know Um, taking advantage of all that is you know really the steps and I have a free law school application timeline Mm -hmm. right on my website that you can subscribe and get that breaks down
0: everything Mm. I'm loving this. We're going to talk more about this, y'all. If you want to join the conversation, call in 404-603-8770. If you have any questions for Attorney Jazz, yes, come on and give us a call. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. She going to give you some advice, honey. Mm -hmm. You got a little law situation (laughs) happening. You need to call in. (laughs) All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Okay.
1: Peace and blessings. It's Jay Morris, and I'm rocking with the afternoon tea. What's
0: up, guys? It's your girl, Goddess, and you're listening to Afternoon Tea Radio. This
1: is your boy, Metal Dime, all the time from True Talent Casting with Afternoon Tea Radio with Maria and Karis Jordan.
2: Swagger Magazine is a proud sponsor of Afternoon Tea Radio Show, airing every Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you visit us at swagger.net
0: and subscribe to our weekly newsletter. Check our swag are more than a mag.
1: Wash your hands, avoid sick people, and touching your face. This station and the Beasley Best Community of Caring want to protect your family. Get everyday prevention tips at cdc.gov COVID-19. Have you been looking for a radio station that gives you sports? I
4: don't believe it! Oh. It's a touch-
1: Entertainment, Are
4: you not entertained?
1: and other special interest talk shows.
4: Well, isn't that special?
1: All on one app. Yo, that's dope. Oh. What app is that? It's the real 1100 AM app for WWE. Grab it for free in your Google Play or Apple App Store today.
0: What's up? It's Monetta Shaw, and I am on the radio with the afternoon tea. Take a sip. Yo,
4: yo, 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 yo. This is your man, Mr. 23 Henderson Maddox, straight out of Atlanta. I'm on afternoon tea radio with Maria Jordan and Karis Jordan. What's up? What's going on, everybody? It's Travis Kier, model and actor, and you're listening to afternoon tea radio. No no we grow Yellow cab that you would like to catch. Cause your latest ex made you mad. So I figured the perfect catch will be you if I made the pass. Cool full of liquor, then we die in it. Knowing if I liquor, I might die. In it, then reincarnate as a fly. Gymnast, just to flip my tongue on you. This the Olympics. Living the moment, it's your time on. See she tell me that she never get a first night away and Life is a bitch, but every dog has his day Holla, pull up, pull up, bring it back, come rewind mm. Pull up, them big trucks, that pack, come behind mm. Pool full of liquor, then we die In it, pull them to the side, let me slide In it
0: What's up, y'all? You're listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your favorite host Maria Jordan and
1: your boy Karis Jordan,
0: and we got the beauty, of full beautiful <laughs> 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 attorney jazz in the building, Hello. giving Hi. us all this advice on how to get our life right. Mm-hmm. Yes, and how to pursue this amazing career and change that five percent. Yes, black attorney. Um, yeah, it's only five percent black attorneys, right? and it's been
2: that way since Martin Luther King passed away. What? Just to give you, yeah.
0: Wow. Mm-hmm. For
2: 50 plus, yep. Mm-hmm. Where are you trying to
1: get it to? What percentage are you actually Yeah, what's the
2: percentage going? I want it to be equivalent to the number of um, black people in America. Mm-hmm.
1: Is that possible?
2: Why not? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean,
2: I mean it's going to take some work. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's going to happen in my lifetime.
0: You know, we'll see. But you know what? I think that one of the biggest things is making, um, like... Um, like what you're doing. You're you're making the whole idea of being an attorney mm-hmm. more obtainable to someone who looks like me yeah. or, you know, to my daughter, to mm-hmm. our daughters who can see like, ooh, okay, we cute. We naturally, you know, cute. Naturally. You know, we naturally fabulous <laughs> yeah. and fashionable and when you think of, okay, in order to be an attorney, I'm going to have to, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I don't fit that look, mm-hmm. but the idea is to take away what it's supposed to look like quote unquote Mm -hmm. that's part of the problem with our um, nation Mm -hmm. is this idea of what an American or what a lawyer or a teacher what everybody's supposed to quote unquote look like or how they're supposed to act and it eliminates people who weren't necessarily raised that way Mm -hmm. or weren't not who they are so I think that as you continue with the movement of embracing who you are Mm -hmm. and not feeling the need to change to the stereotype of what's supposed to look like. Like,
2: really, what does a lawyer look like?
0: Exactly. Honestly. It looks like you, boo. Look, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it look like you. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know
1: what? I have a question. Like, so I went to your page
2: mm-hmm.
0: and
1: you're a beautiful young um, lady. At right? Jazz
2: Talks Law. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, you,
1: you be partying.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So
1: do you get criticized for, you know, oh, I'm a lawyer, but, She's a lawyer and why she's acting mm-hmm. that way. But you're still young. You're still mm-hmm. beautiful. You still like to have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you say to people that
3: you
2: try know, to criticize
1: that? And we'll put legal, you in a box.
2: Yeah. Right. So in the legal profession, um, we have one of the highest suicide rates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of it has to do with us feeling like we have to um, fit this image or like we can't be ourselves. You know what? Um, we, we, we in Atlanta. Let's be real. Yeah. A lot of deals, a lot of money gets made, you know, yeah. while we in the club here, there, you know, and not just that, but clients really want to see a real person. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, I'm not going to be, you know, out here acting a plum fool. Yeah. But I'm human. I'm I'm a lawyer when I choose to be a lawyer. Yes. You know, let's be real. When I get pulled over, I forget I'm a lawyer.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you, you know, yeah. um, so... If, if you know, something I post or my look or whatever bothers you, then I'm just not the lawyer for you. But and, don't and, and don't follow me. And don't follow me. But guess what? You know, I, I had a client or a potential client um say, he said, well, my mom just kind of worries if if you go into a, a boardroom for me, representing me, if they're going to kind of take advantage of you or, you know, how you look. Are they going to mm. underestimate you or whatever? And I'm like, good.
0: That's the best type. Because, baby, that's when that, I sit that, down that's at that That's sneak that table. attack. Hmm. That's how, Yeah, You think she
2: cute and oh uh-huh. so we can get over it. Uh- Let's yeah. be clear. When we talking money, dollars and cents, it's going to add up. Yes. Nice.
0: Period. <laughs> and I love that. But I think that that is a stereotype that black people have in general in any career that we're in. You know, you get, especially when you're dealing with um, a predominantly black, field. Oh, excuse me, predominantly white field. Mm-hmm. They, just assume, mm-hmm, they just assume that you're a certain type of way. And until you sit down and you're like, um, okay, so this is. And you know what? just to you know how we you know how we have the whole black angry too strong woman Mm -hmm. thing i think it would fit well in the attorney field (laughs) Uh, hello yeah yeah i think we would do well in that field Mm
2: -hmm. because we we we, one of my friends was like i love how affirmative you are you Mm -hmm. know i if, if i don't advocate for myself who will yeah. as a black woman like we have to we, we don't have a choice Yeah, but to advocate for ourselves you know we go to the doctor and we tell them we're in pain And
0: they're like, you're not in pain. No, I'm
2: in pain. Yeah, and
0: I need to, and then they'll question the test. to You don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Just take this. Mm -hmm. No, I'm going to need you to uh, do the same research. Don't wait until we're at the last stage Mm -hmm. or something.
2: Medical malpractice (laughs) lawsuit. (laughs) Coming soon. It's okay if you want to downplay my pain. Oh, wow.
0: (laughs) So what stereotypes have you had to overcome? Oh,
2: well, I would say the one that really, um, I kind of hinted at it earlier, but the one that really bothers me the most is this idea that I come from money or Mm -hmm. I come from this type of background. Listen, I'm from Huguenot High School, Southside. My mama still, you know, don't live in the best neighborhood back home. You know, I'm still, you know, trying to um, get my family a way out even now, you know, and I just don't want nobody to think I had anything really handed to me because... Besides from the good Lord above, yes. you know it's it's been the it's grind. Been, yeah, it, I, I the the You've good looks don't now. pay the bills. Yes. Okay? Hello. <laughs> yeah,
1: okay. I don't know if you answer this, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. But why is it important to have more black lawyers?
2: Why is it important to have more black lawyers? Because when you go to court, right, and you don't have that, you have that in it. Meek me know all about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let, let's talk about Meek Mill for a second. Yeah. He's he's a prime example. Look at look at the judge in his case. Look at his earlier on representation when he, you know, when he called his case, you know, yeah. we are incarcerated at I mean, the, the statistics are there, you know. Mm-hmm. We go to jail, we we contribute to this private prison labor, you know, all of that. And a lot of it goes back to when you get arrested, what do you do? Yeah, what's like, what's the first thing you do? A lot of times we talk.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why that I mean, there's what are we supposed to do, girl? Come on, teach us. You're something. a lawyer. Yeah, don't.
2: And if if you can't afford a lawyer right away, fine. But just don't talk. Mm-hmm. Just 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 don't say nothing. I don't let them scare you. Don't let let them pressure you into making a statement or just you know giving giving them anything. Make them work for it.
1: But I think that's what it is. I think it's fair. Mm -hmm. I think that you know the that you're scared
0: of Mm -hmm. could happen
1: yeah all they're gonna do is lie anyway Mm -hmm. and then they
0: make you feel like um, if you if you don't talk you're guilty Yeah. Mm -hmm. or if you don't say something you're guilty Mm -hmm. so is it okay to like if you're in that position to say I want to talk to a lawyer even if you don't have one yeah Mm -hmm.
2: because you're entitled to one yeah you
0: know even if it ends up being a public defender you're still
2: entitled to a lawyer you're you're entitled to have someone there representing you Mm -hmm. you know don't don't um, you know, don't give in to those pressures. And a lot of times you aren't even under arrest. Yeah. And they make you feel like you are, you know, or, or they invite you. Oh, come on down to the station. I'm um, Actually, no. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Mm-hmm. All right. So you mentioned in one of your posts that the average age for our Senate is 62. Mm-hmm. The average age of our House is 57. And the average age of every living American is 37. So mm-hmm. explain to listeners how that is part of the problem.
2: So, when we talk about creating better laws, when we talk about, you know, um, prosecuting people when they come up in front of Congress and give tes- testimony and do all of those things, who are the people, like, listening? Yeah. These older people who yes. are so stuck out stuck of touch. Uh-huh, yeah. Stuck in, stuck in their ways. Who don't even know how to log into Zoom.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um... That's a good <laughs> and And point. I'm not saying they shouldn't, you know, be represented. Yeah. But we need to be represented, too. You Absolutely. know, us millennials, us Generation Z, you know, what have you. You know, you can do a lot of things at a young age, but let's make, you know, being a part of Congress, you know, be, yeah. and, and even on the state and local level, and that's just another reminder to vote. But, yes. <laughs> you know, it... Diversity is important, mm-hmm. you know, when we talk and, and that's one thing with with law school tuition, you know, they're like, well, how can I get them to pay for law school? You're diverse. You know, yeah. diversity matters, yeah. you know, It's valuable mm-hmm. perspective at the table at the, in Congress,
0: in the boardroom. Your, your perspective as a younger person matters. Yeah. So how does that change, though, age-wise? When you think of it, and no one really knows the process unless you've been through law school like yourself mm-hmm. on how to become a representative in the House or in the Senate. Is it that long? I be thinking, well, it'd probably take that long to get there. That's why they're so old. Is that the case? <laughs> or how do you get um, and- younger people in those positions?
2: You know what? So we have um, Queen A.L.J., as I like to call mm-hmm. her. You know, I think she's a great example. She's And, and I, I think more importantly, her track record, since she got into a, into oh, her yeah. position, you know, yeah. she's taking no prisoners, baby. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it starts getting your community, the people that are going to vote for you, aware of who you are, mm. you know. And she had a track record even before, obviously, before she, you know, got Started, that position. Yeah. So I, I think a lot of it is awareness, you know. They they make us feel like you have to be this age, mm-hmm. but she ain't the age. That's very true, and she's doing a better job than, than all them,
0: them yeah. old folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's crazy. So let me uh, switch topics real quick. Sure. Um, what do you think about the senseless killings that's going on by the police?
0: Ooh, <sighs> yeah. I gotta
2: I take a, that. Yeah. Yeah, I got uh, I gotta take a breath on that. Um, Again, when when I get pulled over, I forget I'm a lawyer. Mm. I don't try to advocate for myself. Like I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm scared. Absolutely. I don't care who you are. Yep. Them lights come behind you. And then and at this point, it's like we can we we need to prevent it spinning, but the people that it has happened happened to like Breonna Taylor mm-hmm. you know that 12 million dollar settlement mm-hmm. chump change yeah yeah chump change and, and we, we don't just want that we, we want them prosecuted
0: as a black lawyer like how does this affect you like how does the way things have happened mm-hmm. affect you and how you're looked at so especially when it comes to that what's that man name Uh, Daniel J. Oh, so
2: you know what? Mr. Mr. Daniel Cameron, if you are listening right now, (laughs) just know you inspired me to start the State of the Black Lawyer Town Hall. Mm. It was a, a series I've started. And my whole thing is this. Um, unfortunately, a lot of a lot of people think when we become lawyers, we forget where we come from,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and
2: that really bothers me. Yeah. That's what I think about all this. Yeah, because and I think that's part of the reason why I'm myself. Because mm-hmm. I want you to understand that most lo- most black lawyers, we are not like him. Yeah. Let's just call let's just call it just call a spade a spade. We are not sellouts. Yes. We didn't we didn't go for the corner office at the here or there, or or for their backing, you know, we don't care about this type of, you know, pat on the back from mm-hmm. from the good old boys, yeah. or, or whatever, you know, but it's it's like, at the end of the day, if he had his title stripped from him, and if you don't know, Daniel J. Cameron, he's the Attorney General mm-hmm. um, in Kentucky over the um, Breonna, Breonna Taylor, Taylor. case, mm-hmm. and his lack of empathy, his lack of Honestly, he should have been on the front front lines yes. with them. Uh-huh. He should have been marching with them, you know. He should have um, recognized that if he had all his titles and everything stripped from him, and if he got pulled over, and if he turned the wrong way, he could have been Jacob Blake. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what? Let me backtrack real quick, because it's amazing that like you're a lawyer, and you say when you get pulled over, you forget that you are. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a black man, you know, it's crazy that we don't even have to do anything wrong. You know, you have all well, your paperwork, your mm-hmm. car is legit, everything mm-hmm. else. But we see those lights. Mm-hmm. We immediately clinch up like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, it's about goodness. to be on. Like, why do you think it is? And you're a lawyer and you're saying you still feel that way.
2: Why do we clinch?
1: Yeah, why, I know why, but why do you, as a lawyer, mm-hmm. why do you still, still feel, that. feel that way? Because you can literally...
2: Because I may not make it to the point where I can Identify file the this. lawsuit... Against uh, the police officer. Gotcha. Because yeah, on the back end, I can probably get that officer arrested or charged but or you gotta fired. Get to that. But I gotta make it through the arrest first. Yeah. I gotta make it through the traffic stop. You know, mama taught me, yes ma'am, no sir. Keep your hands in sight. Mm-hmm. And lawyer oh. or not
1: That's 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 horrible <sighs> though. It's
2: it's it's horrible. Yeah. And you know, that's why, you know, I you know, I send all my love to organizations such as the ACLU, you know, just different organizations that are filing these lawsuits left and right, mm-hmm. you know, that are really trying to make things better. Yeah. But unfortunately, we have to get through the arrest first.
1: So, what do you think can be done to change the system and how blacks are being policed?
2: Um, I definitely think we should defund police. Really? I support
0: mm-hmm. that. Okay. What is, so in a, you know the law. Mm-hmm. How will that so that people can have a clear a, a clearer understanding of what that would do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it sounds good. It's like, ooh, let's just take away that money. But there's more to it than mm-hmm. that. Like, why is that something that you advocate? You
2: know what? I, I think um, police officers. Are there to keep the peace? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know that—that's their that's role. That's what they're supposed to do. That's yeah. what human su- resources. You're yeah. supposed to be there for the people, right?
1: Just <laughs> protect and serve. Not- yeah.
2: That's it. Yeah. That's 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 literally all they're supposed to do. But they're getting calls from Karens mm-hmm. about folks having picnics in parks yeah. and stuff like that, or whatever and the issue watching. is, and bird watching or or whatever. And it's like, at the end of the day, if we take it's, it's a matter of access to certain resources. So if we pull some some um, financing from them and put them in other places, it's not just take their money. Mm-hmm. You know, let's take some roles that they feel like they have and dedicate that to other sources. Mm-hmm. So instead of calling the police on a black man that's in the Wendy's drive-thru asleep, mm-hmm. call a resource officer or, you know, a DUI hotline or, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever, have somebody come pick him up. But you know what they say? Oh, we don't have a budget for that. Oh,
0: because you you give your police officers new combat cars and so defunding the police would be putting those resources in places where there's other options Mm -hmm. than the police. Than the police, absolutely. Uh, Okay.
1: So, so do you think that uh, police officers are afraid of the black man or black people, or do they feel threatened? or they just not being trained right for the way they react?
2: As I like to say, all of them. <laughs> all <above. Got> <laughs> They All of them. Some of them, all of them, they are afraid. Some of them haven't been trained properly. I mean, just think, they, they go through training for what, six months? I six know. months, yeah, it's not good. Uh, and does that even include any type of um, like racial uh, bias training, you know?
0: Um, it's, ridiculous. it's ridiculous. Do they ask
1: that question? Like, or, or is they I have no to say, idea. like, you know, are you a racist?
2: Mm. Could they? Act, <laughs> not, uh, could they?
1: Act, don't they have to take like a, a lot of take a test?
2: Um. I, honestly, I don't. I don't. I don't know. know but I, I imagine they at least got to do some type of test some type of psychological test. Yeah, that, should, that should
1: be. Are you a racist? They should just ask and, the see they and see how they respond. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: funny. Ooh, that, that that's could be a it. whole show. <laughs> <laughs> a whole show get the police on and ask them that one question see what they say mm-hmm. but you know what I honestly feel like like it is just all wrong even you know like I feel like police should be policing you need to live in the neighborhood you police. Mm-hmm. In. Like I feel like if you gonna police this neighborhood, you need to know that everybody here it. know where you sleep, mm-hmm. know where your family sleep. Mm-hmm. Like you should feel like you're a part of the community. And we should also get rid of qualified immunity. Which is? Which
2: um, basically says it gives officers uh, more leeway to do their job without the fear of facing a lawsuit for doing something wrong. Yes.
0: Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes. So it's like I feel like a lot of the issues that we have is the lack of um, the lack of responsibility or the Mm -hmm. accountability. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If I felt like if this happens... I'm gonna go to jail, mm-hmm. or there's yeah. gonna be a lot. I'm gonna owe some money. Yes. We gotta
2: hit them where it hurts. Yeah. Exactly. They don't care about us. Yeah, but gotta, they care about that money though. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Plus,
1: you gotta realize that. Okay, so I'm from Jersey City,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and nine times out of ten, the police that police in Jersey City lived in like uh, Bayonne, majority. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, mm-hmm. Just
0: they down lived the shore. They live
1: outside. Of- so if you're coming from a very quiet, nice innocent neighborhood mm-hmm. and you come into a police area that's very rowdy, of course you're not going to understand. Of course you're going to act a different way or you're going to be scared. Yeah, Automatic on defense. On. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that it should be more police that's actually from that area. Yeah. That can control the area and understand mm-hmm. it more.
0: But. I yeah. mean, like, how do we make, get those type of changes? Like, what's the process for that?
2: Well, if you, if, who's the police of, the police chief or, mm-hmm. you know, who's, who's in charge of those programs? Who's in charge of you know the the process of becoming a police officer who's in charge of who gets assigned yeah. where you know those are the people a lot of times that are elected and another reminder to go vote yeah um those are the people who make those decisions and we have to
0: hold them accountable and i feel like it's almost a lack of education because mm-hmm. I wasn't taught any of that in in, in high school like I wasn't and I feel like there's certain things that are missing in the education process where you don't know you don't know anything about this stuff Mm -hmm. you don't I don't know okay well I need to vote for this person in order which is going to affect this in mm-hmm. the long you know, we don't know the connections. Yeah. We just and we keep on saying, Go vote, go vote, go vote. Mm-hmm. These people go to the voting booth and don't even know who or what to vote for because they're not educated. Mm-hmm. They don't know um what difference does it make. Mm-hmm. All they do is go and I mean they'll go and find look at the pictures and see everybody <laughs> black and be like, okay, well let me just vote for everybody mm-hmm. black. Mm-hmm. But no, there's more to it than that. Mm-hmm. You know, so how do we change the education system where where our kids and I are being taught these things at a young age, because I feel like that's really where we lack is information.
2: Yeah. So when you, when you look again, I think a lot of this goes back to leadership. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what, what are the school boards um, imposing on our, on our, on our students, you know, when I was in when I was in uh, high school or whatever, we didn't learn any of that, mm-hmm. you know. But are we demanding, you know, that for our future children, you know, now that I think about it, I need to go ahead and call uh, some school systems back home for my three <laughs> nephews, you know, yeah. to make sure that they, you know, and, and, and not just that. We, we Of course, there's a lot of home education. Yeah. You know, you know, we have to take respons- responsibility, too, to make sure, you know, our children understand this isn't just about. You know, honestly, at this point, I could care less about Biden. I could care less about, clearly, I could, yeah. Trump. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> don't. <Dump>. You know, <laughs> but, bye, Like, yeah. But I could care less about them. I care about who, you know, um, RBJ, she is holding on. She's one of our um, most loved U.S. Supreme Court justices. I, you know, my heart. I hope she holds on for us because she's yes. she's getting up there. Yeah, you know, she's yeah. way up there. Yeah. she. But sis is holding on. She do. And I just, my prayer is that God keeps her, you know, in her position until, and I'm just gonna claim until our next president
3: mm-hmm. is
2: able to appoint someone. You know, because when we talk about voting rights civil rights abortion laws just so many things a lot of time the final say you know on those matters are going to come from our U.S. Supreme Court and who appoints those people Yeah, our the president of the United States of America absolutely mm.
1: so can you tell everybody like exactly what you specialize in
2: sure <laughs> so <laughs> um Jazz Talks Law started as a coaching brand um Where I, you know, all walks of life, whether you're young or an older future lawyer, you know, the moment you say you want to go to law school, you know, I have resources, uh, materials, workbooks, online courses that teach you not just how to get into law school, but to graduate law school with zero debt Mm. and how to keep, which means you kept your full tuition scholarship. You know, I'm also teaching you how to get to the bar exam, how to graduate with honors, how to do well. So I have like a pre-law master class. I have a first year academy. Wow. I have a personal statement workbook, diversity statement workbook. And again, it's, it's just amazing because it's like Oh wow! I created these things and they're actually working. You know, two millions in law school scholarships. Is
1: that what these is?
2: Yes. So these are just two of my workbooks from maybe to yes, yes. and then from yes to yes, yes. because your personal (laughs) yes, (laughs) because your personal statement is going to get you from that maybe to yes. We want to admit you then. That diversity statement where you talk about all your fabulous natural hair or whatever uh-huh. you you choose to focus on in that diversity statement is going to get you from yes to yes. Give her all the coins. Yeah. Um. So that's <laughs> coaching. But then uh, earlier this year, I decided to expand Jazz Talks Law to a law firm as well. Mm. Hey. So sis is busy. Yes. <laughs> so my favorite thing is entrepreneurship law mm-hmm. you know when I started Jazz talk law I had no idea what I was doing yeah you know it was a it was a hobby I just wanted to help people but then yeah. it quickly when people weep we're just like' more like I'll pay you to help me and I'm like okay <laughs> so I had to figure it out really quickly yeah um, and I now come into contact with so many entrepreneurs who were you know and who are in that stage where they're yeah. like, oh my God, I have to figure this out yeah. so I, I help them with their um, business formations their tra- I love trademarks protect mm-hmm. your brand people. Please protect mm. your brand.
1: Hey, I got told um. to you about that too.
2: Hello. Contracts. You know, those are the things I love doing. I love it. and again, it goes back to Black Lives not just mattering. You know, that's the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, but I, I want our communities to just have the structure they deserve. Mm-hmm. The structure we've given them for four hundred plus years for free. Yeah. So. Ooh, <laughs> girl, you better speak on it.
0: So, tell us about this partnership.
2: Yes. before we run out of time. Right, so Blueprint LSAT Prep is a company that teaches you how to successfully make it through the law school admissions test, a test that we all know is a barrier Mm -hmm. for us. But what they did is, I think they had a moment where they kind of just took a step back um, after um, the death of George Floyd Mm -hmm. and realized, you know what? We need to do more. We need Mm -hmm. to put our money where our mouth is and show our commitment to increasing the 5% of lawyers being black. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to say I'm one of their new influencers. Okay, And what that means is they have sponsored three document review services, so I edit personal statements, diversity statements, resumes, you know, any, any part of your app- application process, I can get that document to where it needs to be. Mm. And they have sponsored three document review services, each, each of which, just to give you an idea of them putting their money where their mouth is, is $350. Oh, wow. Per doctor Oh, wow. Right. So, for anyone listening right now, If you want that document review, if you are applying to law school, one, I need you to take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram, stories, Twitter, everywhere, one. But then two, and tag me, of course, but then two, I need you to say Afternoon Tea Talks Law at me, at them, and I'm going to pick three winners. It's it's literally that simple. If you're tuning in right now, that's all you have to do. So shout out to Blueprint. Yes, shout out.
1: So, uh... Tell everybody how they can get in contact with you.
2: Oh, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to even give y'all my phone number. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> call me. Call if you need a trademark, an LLC, nonprofit contracts, or if you want to go to law school or you mm-hmm. just want to talk, um, talk law specifically, give me a call. Text me. Actually, text me. Yeah. And then we're Then we going to hop on the phone. 404-436-2006. You can also email me, info at jazstalkslaw.com. Dot com. I'm all over social media, whether it's at Jazz Talks Law and that's J-A-S-T-A-L-K-S-L-A-W. Um, and then of course my website, same thing, jazztalkslaw.com, where all my workbooks, my merch, any events, yes. you know, anything I have going on, anything you want to purchase, you can
0: find it all there. I love yeah. it. Ooh, girl. I love y'all. Exciting. Shout out yes. to the black love in the building. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love this. I love what you're doing. All right,
1: thank you. Uh, so we're gonna get into the quarter of the day. Um, mm-hmm. Quarter of the day is uh, at the end of the day. It's not about what you have or even what you accomplish. It's about who you lifted, who you made better. It's about what you giving back. I'm say that again. At the end of the day, it's not about what you have or even what you accomplish. It's about what you lifted up. What what who what about... Wait, wait. What is it? It's, it's about, about who... Take you <laughs> your time, up. black man. Yeah, let me do this again. <laughs> My people think I can't read. I got go college. <laughs> All right. At the end of the day, it's not about what you have or even what you accomplish. It's about who you lifted up, who you made better. It's about what you have given back. And that's by... The incredible, the great, the legendary uh, Denzel Washington. Okay, <laughs>
3: <Yeah.
0: laughs> Absolutely. And I couldn't agree with that more. Absolutely. It is definitely about what you're doing. And you're doing a lot, girl. So we thank, thank you. Thank yeah, appreciate you, girl, you all, and so all much you're for doing. This has absolutely. been great. Please come back. Let us know what you got going on. Anytime. Uh-huh. Next week, <laughs> we have designer, business owner, Miguel Wilson will be yeah. in the building Um, And, yeah, make sure you're following us on Afternoon Tea Radio Atlanta on Instagram and Afternoon Tea Radio on Facebook. And also visit www.afternoontiradio.com so you can Mm -hmm. listen to our previous shows. If you missed part of this show, it will be online tomorrow so you could listen in and get all that information. And make sure you are definitely staying in touch with Attorney Jazz and Jazz Talks Law. Follow on all... all social media outlets and yeah just get, get your stuff we got questions for you girl because we entrepreneurs around <laughs> yes, here yes. so I look Let's forward to it. using your business so thank you so much for no coming. problem thank y'all yeah. for tuning in <laughs> alright y'all make sure you stay tuned see you next week alright
1: thank you for listening to Afternoon Tea Radio with your boy Karis Jordan
0: and your favorite host, Maria Jordan. And make sure you tune in every Thursday, 12 p.m. Eastern Time.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.